whistleblower report exposing lies deceptions and all that has assaulted our way of life we must take back our freedom and live as god designed in a free america that honors our constitution and our creator our experts in medicine, ministry, law, military, environment, and education empower us to grow together as a nation. For such a time as this, the Whistleblower Report offers truth and solutions. Hello, everyone. I'm Dr. Valid, President and CEO of Truth for Health Foundation, and I am a practicing physician in the United States in preventive and climacteric medicine. I've been treating COVID patients throughout the pandemic using early outpatient treatment that doctors were forbidden to use. And it is critical that physicians honor our oath to serve the patients to the best of our ability and judgment. That is a sacred oath that goes back to biblical times and before that to Hippocrates, known as the father of medicine and the originator of our oath of Hippocrates to serve the patients. One Health being proposed by the World Health Organization is evil in its origins to control all life. And in my opinion, there is no redeeming value to the concept of One Health controlling life for humans, plants, animals, the environment, and all living creatures. And having that control come from one organization led by global elites and a public health dictator. It is that simple in my mind. Our founders envisioned the United States of America to be one nation under God, based on God's principles and biblical principles, the Judeo-Christian principles that have guided the world as a beacon of liberty and individual choice and the sanctity of life. When the World Health Organization is allowed to control public health response for the entire world, that is the vice of totalitarianism. Totalitarian governments always start with healthcare. There are three aspects of totalitarian control. Healthcare has always been number one. It was true in the Soviet Union. We were there in the 1970s and experienced that oppression and the government controlled every aspect of what medical care people could have and whether or not they could get any treatment at all, much as we saw during COVID. The Chinese Communist Party does exactly the same thing. Socialized medicine, the NHS in England and all across Europe have, and Canada have always controlled access to healthcare as a means of controlling people's lives and controlling people's behaviors. We saw it under COVID. We see that now they are putting mRNA vaccines in our food supply, livestock, vegetables. Pigs have been vaccinated with mRNA vaccines since 2018, and the public is unaware. There have been zero studies of the safety and whether or not these mRNA fragments are then getting into our bodies. They are genetically altering plants. They are genetically altering microorganisms. Our governments have databases of microorganisms to be used 
for nefarious purposes. America and the world listening. The World Health Organization's control of all of us through One Health, again, I say, has no redeeming value. Most of you listening know of someone who died during COVID in the hospital prevented from getting proper treatment. Most of you know of people who have gotten the forced, coerced, mandated, experimental gene therapy COVID shot. And most of you listening have had friends and family members who have either been injured, disabled, losing health and quality of life, or have died as a result of this experiment unleashed on humanity in violation of the Nuremberg Code. We cannot let the World Health Organization take further control than has already been evident under the COVID last three years of fear-mongering, terrorizing the public, and creating a population around the world who are suffering from post-traumatic stress disorder from the tyranny that they have been living under. Going forward with the World Health Organization's proposed pandemic treaty, which is being overlooked by our Senate, and our Senate is not doing its job to vote to stand against passing a treaty that the Senate does not review, and vote upon and deceiving the world's population with the term one health, which is neither healthy for us and it is certainly not anything as euphemistically positive as the name implies. Totalitarian governments always use deceptive language. Look at the Patient Protection and Affordable Care Act passed in 2010, known as Obamacare. It was neither patient protection nor affordable. It has meant restriction on people's ability to get medical care, and it has curtailed services for the elderly and disabled as part of the eugenics agenda that began in the United States under Margaret Sanger over a hundred years ago. What we're seeing today with One Health is not new. It is simply a new name for the old concept of eugenics and totalitarianism, that someone else in power, the elites, decide who lives and dies. I submit to all of you that life is God's gift, not the government's, and that God is the one who decides when we live or die. Now, granted, we can make choices that hasten our death that may not be in his time, but we have the God-given right to make those choices in free will, not under the control of a global government and those with demonic designs to alter human life as God designed it. This is a warning to everyone. There is no going back from the world health control, and there is no going back from one health totalitarianism. Before you know it, the vice of controlling your health, your medical care, your medications, your food, and confiscating your self-defense guns that our founders were wise enough to give us in America to defend God's gift of life and liberty. Before you know it, that vice of One Health and the World Health Organization will have tightened to the point that we are strangled and die. There is no going back. God has spoken that life is his gift. It is all throughout the Bible. We need to turn back 
to our biblical principles on which this nation was founded, stand against evil, turn to God and pray for his wisdom and strength, and unite as one people, one nation under God with liberty in all ways and justice under the rule of law inspired by our founders' divine inspirations and biblical principles. We need to get back to that, and it is our duty as American citizens to stand firm in this assault on our freedom. So we really are facing the battle between the forces of good and evil as we look at what the World Health Organization and the global elites are trying to do with forcing this One Health global control on the world. And make no bones about it, it is being brought into the International Health Regulatory Agreement framework that was signed in 2005 by more than 194 nations. And once this is signed by all of the member nations at the World Health Organization meeting this week, actually they started meeting May 21st, 2023, and they are continuing through the end of May and into the beginning of June, 2023. Once it's signed by all of the member nations, and so far there have not been any dissenting votes, then one year from now, the World Health Organization will control every aspect of the health of all living creatures, humans, plants, animals, microorganisms, and the health of the climate as well. That is really the extension of the entire transhumanism agenda, which in a nutshell is Satan's plan to interfere with God's design of life and our ability to commune with our creator. That's it in a nutshell. That's not how the radical totalitarian Marxist communists who wish to control us all will describe it, they always come up with, as I said earlier, positive language to deceive the public about the truth of what their intent really is. That has always been the case for totalitarian regimes. We really are looking at not only medical, economic, political sociological, religious battles, but we are looking at a cataclysmic spiritual battle between the forces of evil that seek to dominate all life on the planet and the forces of good that stand for God's truth and God's design of life, for us to live our lives as God designed it. That is the bottom line. So all of you listening have just to go back and remember the fear and terror and the control that you lived under beginning in January, February 2020, when you were lied to that there was asymptomatic spread of this novel respiratory virus that was highly lethal. And they were claiming that millions would be dying. Those were flawed models funded by the elites designing COVID as a bioweapon. And yet they were parroted lockstep by every media outlet around the globe. Of course, all of the media outlets around the globe are controlled by about a half a dozen major companies. So they are, 
we no longer have local independent media, except for the new media, the alternative media, the freedom fighters, country by country, that have less reach than the mainstream media. And it's harder to get our message out due to the censorship. But that lockstep control, the scripting, the talking points, all of that was planned ahead of time, many years ahead of time, as it turns out. And we were all subjected to it, and it took people time to sort through what was real, what was truth, what were lies, and what, what, was, what were we really facing? Well, as it turned out, we were facing a virus that for basically healthy people, unless you were over 65 and had many other medical conditions like diabetes, hypertension, heart disease, lung disease, autoimmune disorders, and were on multiple medications that increased your risk, or you were from certain ethnic groups that had increased risk, like African-Americans, Hispanic Americans, and Native Americans, then really, it was, COVID was minimal risk and very treatable with existing medicines, but that's not what they told us. So imagine the COVID tyranny now escalating on steroids to cover every aspect of your life what foods you can eat, what has been injected into the food, how foods have been modified, what food will even be allowed to be available. John Kerry just recently is on record saying that farmers are going to have to stop growing food in order to reach net zero carbon dioxide emissions because in his mind and the mind of a few deranged elites, carbon dioxide is toxic. That's absurd. Carbon dioxide is necessary for life. Plants use carbon dioxide to make oxygen that we breathe and we exhale carbon dioxide for plants to make oxygen. By the way, now that more people know that, you'll see they've switched to saying, oh, the new danger is methane. Really? The basic principle is they want to starve people to death to reduce the population. And I realize that's hard to wrap your mind around, but you must. This has been in the works and been promoted by some of the same elites that are talking about it today by their forebearers a hundred years ago. It began with Julian Huxley in Britain and Margaret Sanger in the United States in the 1910 to 1920 timeframe, who then influenced Adolf Hitler and his Aryan race eugenics during World War II and all of the experiments that he and his minions did and the evil Dr. Mengele and others did on living human beings, horrific experiments, torturous experiments. And that is no different from the grand experiment done on the global population with the COVID shots. They knew the damage. They knew what they were doing. The data and the research studies go back at least 20 years. And Dr. Mike Eden was warning about this in the fall of 2020. Many of us physicians were warning the public, it is not, there is something fishy here. It is not possible to develop a brand new vaccine in less than nine months and have proper safety trials, effectiveness trials, and oversight of manufacturing. It's not possible. And now we see it wasn't possible. Vaccines are contaminated. The COVID shots that are supposed to be mRNA 
are contaminated with DNA, including DNA from monkeys being injected into your body and changing your genetic makeup. And in case you think I'm exaggerating, all of this has been released. There is a wealth of documentation on it. We have many resources on our website. And there are many other groups and experts exposing it around the world. So that debacle and the disaster and the staggering death toll that continues today from the experimental COVID shots are just the tip of the iceberg of what's coming under the World Health Organization global control of all health under the One Health program that they are trying to sell people is the next best thing. Tied in with that is continued genetic manipulation of human beings, plants, animals that we use for food, and new information has just been released about the fact that mRNA vaccine components can be sprayed from airplanes as chemtrails that affect all of us through the air we breathe. And in case you think that's science fiction, it's not. Our military is perfectly capable of aerosolizing many chemicals. And chemtrails are being reported crisscrossing the sky in countries around the world. Designed to affect the weather, designed to affect the environment, and designed to affect people. There is even the capability of aerosolizing fentanyl, and there were concerns from military experts that that could have been one of the payloads of the Chinese spy balloon that was allowed to transverse the entire United States from the West Coast all the way across to the East Coast. And by the way, Biden didn't shoot it down until he had permission from the Chinese president. So that too, America, is a betrayal of our sovereignty and the health and well-being of our people. This is Dr. Lee for America with the first half of the whistleblower report, medical report today on the coming totalitarian control of your health with the World Health Organization's One Health Initiative that is tied in to this very ominous international health regulatory accord. You notice they are very carefully not calling it a treaty because they're trying to avoid having to take it before the U.S. Senate. But every now and then they slip and call it a treaty, which is what it really is. They're lying again. We'll talk more about the broader ramifications of this in the second half of today's show. Check out our website, www.truthforhealth.org. And now you have the option to listen to the Whistleblower Report under our name on all the podcast networks worldwide and on our dedicated Whistleblower Report player at www.whistleblowerreports.org. So check it out and share it. The, The life you save listening to our information for truth may be your own life. We'll be right back after the break. Hello, everyone. This is Lieutenant Mark Bashaw, U.S. Army and legal grant recipient of the Truth for Health Foundation. I want to give a huge shout out to the Truth for Health Foundation for helping me and my family over the past year with our legal battles. Recently, I was court-martialed for not participating with these experimental COVID-19 emergency use authorized products. 
If it wasn't for Truth for Health Foundation and all the support, I would definitely be in a worse spot. But because of all the support, I'm able to continue uniform service, fighting for what's right, to protect the Constitution against enemies, foreign and domestic. God bless each and every one of you, and God bless America. Welcome to the second half of the Whistleblower Report, Medical Report. This is Dr. Lee for America, here with an update and an explanation of what's going on with the World Health Organization World Health Meeting in Geneva that's been going on since May 21st, 2023, where a few global elites will be deciding your fate and your life and what foods you'll be allowed to have access to and what they are putting in animal and plant food sources and what they are releasing into the environment all under the guise of, oh, it's for your health. America, these are very ominous times. You cannot afford to sit on the sidelines and do nothing and say nothing. Your life is at stake, and I am not exaggerating. We saw it under COVID. We saw it in the COVID death protocols in the hospitals. That was a trial run. And now they're going for broke with total control of all life. And let's, let's reflect on how we got here with some of the things that have set the stage for this totalitarian control that most people simply, they cannot wrap their minds around, they're blindsided by it. People are just trying to get through their day-to-day life. They're trying to put food on the table with rising food prices, which is by design that food prices are skyrocketing and shortages are being created. We had over 700 food manufacturing facilities in the United States, sabotaged, burned, destroyed, Last year, we had tens of millions of egg-laying hens slaughtered under the pretext of avian flu in approaches that have never been the way we've handled disease outbreaks among livestock in the past. We have cattle slaughtered. We have 10,000 cattle that died suddenly one day, just dropped in the field. None of it makes any sense. None of it is accidental. All of it is by design. And you need to look at what's been happening and don't play ostrich to it because soon it will be too late. We need everyone listening to stand up and speak out and demand that your elected officials exit the World Health Organization for the United States of America. We are the last domino to fall. And it's critical that the USA falls and we lose our constitutional republic for the Marxist communist totalitarian control of the world. We are the last line in the sand. So we need all of you to get loud, get active, get involved, speak out, and don't be silent and don't keep your head in the sand. So let's, let's look backwards to March 2010. I was very involved in trying to stop the government takeover of healthcare in the United States that became known as Obamacare. We fought tooth and nail for a good three years trying to stop this assault on our medical freedom known as Obamacare. And it was forced through in a complete abdication of the checks and balances of our constitutional republic with one party control of House, Senate, and presidency in 2010. It was a grand slam And boy, did they slam tyranny 
onto healthcare with the passage of Obamacare on March 23rd, 2010, when Obama signed his name to the namesake legislation. As I said at the beginning, it was called the Affordable Care Act, actually Patient Protection and Affordable Care Act, and it neither protected patients nor was affordable. Insurance premiums skyrocketed. Families were driven out of the market for private insurance. And doctors became more and more under the control of government directives. That's where we began seeing more of the government incentive payments to doctors, healthcare workers, clinics, hospitals to carry out the government agenda in a sense and in effect the Obamacare legislation and all of the incentive payments to healthcare facilities and professionals that emerged from that ended up creating healthcare professionals and healthcare facilities as agents of the state or big brother, the government, to determine who gets what care. And in COVID, that very clearly became determining who lives and dies because effective treatments were prevented and toxic treatments like remdesivir and ventilators and the COVID shot were coerced, forced, mandated, and incentivized. That means government was paying a bounty to the healthcare facilities and to the doctors to follow the government protocols that were killing people. It, it has been a devastating assault on life. And it was in March 2023 that the Biden-Harris administration celebrated Obamacare's 13th anniversary it should have been holding a funeral and ending Obamacare, not celebrating it. It has caused Obamacare over the 13 years that it has been in effect has, has caused hundreds of thousands of avoidable deaths. You cannot equate payment for services guaranteed on a piece of paper with effective medical care that is a professional service. It really expanded medical insurance to more Americans. That's true. In 2000, the Medicaid enrollment was 15.6% of the U.S. population. In 2022, Medicaid is the government insurance for low-income Americans. In 2022, that number nearly doubled, approaching 28% of Americans. And this was taxpayer-funded and no charge to those in the program. Now, the politicians claimed that that meant People had peace of mind with high quality health care. No, it didn't. It really meant that the working public were paying for services for those who were not paying taxes and not employed and did not have health insurance. So taxpayers were paying the bill and it wasn't necessarily high quality health care. Because as any Medicaid patients will tell you, they have to jump through all kinds of hoops. They have long delays. They don't have everything approved that comes with more flexibility in the private market. And the government and bureaucrats are once again saying they're equating healthcare coverage on paper with actually getting quality care. And they don't mean the same thing, nor was the care always timely. 
And so people have died waiting to get the care they needed. Before Obamacare, the average maximum wait time to see a primary care physician in the U.S. was terrible. It was 92 days. After the expansion of government-provided, no-charge Medicaid insurance, maximum wait times increased to more than 120 days and produced death waiting in line to get care. 120 days, if you do the math, is a long time to wait when you have a critical illness. And death by queue, which is the British phrase for a line, was coined in the United Kingdom, referring to people who died waiting for medical services under the National Health Service. The time was so delayed that people died while they were waiting, even though the healthcare was technically possible, it was unavailable in time to save lives. And that has been a feature of the British National Health Service for decades. And now it's a reality in the US. For example, in Illinois over three years, just one state, 752 Medicaid enrollees died waiting for desperately needed medical treatment. In the VA system, also government controlled, 47,000 veterans may have died waiting in line for care that was technically possible but not available. Veterans are covered by the federal insurance. Whenever the federal government controls healthcare, your life is in the government's hands, not God's hands, because they determine the resources available. They determine what care you can get. Are you beginning to see my concerns for now, instead of just the US government dictating the terms of healthcare availability and type you can get. Now we're getting even more removed from having any say-so at all with the World Health Organization One Health plan. When the World Health Organization will dictate what healthcare services are going to be allowed and what medicines can be used or not used just as was done with COVID. The dictates from the World Health Organization determined the suppression of early treatment with ivermectin and hydroxychloroquine and forcing everyone into the toxicity of remdesivir and the COVID shots. So carry that forward and look at how we've already seen these problems and the statistics, I mean, there are reams of statistics that can bear out my points. I'm just giving you a few examples in our program today. But this has already been happening for the last 13 years under Obamacare. So it is projected to be orders of magnitude more devastatingly damaged, damaging to people's lives under the World Health Organization control. So you've got three major issues here when the government is controlling healthcare, at least three. Death by queue or death by having to wait in line. Delay in diagnosis because you have such a backlog of people waiting for services and a shortage of facilities and physicians and rationing of what they will pay for, that diagnoses are delayed. And there are many conditions where rapid diagnosis 
gives the best chance of survival. Pancreatic cancer is one of them. It doesn't have a very good prognosis anyway. But if you have long delays in diagnosis, by the time it's diagnosed, you may die in just two or three weeks. I've actually had patients where that happened, where primary care physicians were not referring them to the specialists that they needed. And pancreatic cancer was not diagnosed until stage four. And literally one of, one of my patients, one of, she wasn't really a direct patient of mine. She actually worked in my medical office and I kept trying to get her to get the right testing done, but her primary care doctor kept saying she didn't need it. And literally when she finally was admitted to the hospital, she died that week and the diagnosis was previously unrecognized pancreatic cancer. So delay in diagnosis is another factor leading to excess death. And then there is the whole issue of bureaucratic diversion. When money is taken from clinical medical services to pay for bureaucracy, administration, rules, regulations, compliance, and oversight. And every dollar that is spent on all of those administrative, bureaucratic, oversight, compliance roadblocks are dollars that are not spent on actual medical services for human beings. And estimates in the U.S., on the outlay, on the administrative cost for our healthcare coverage by the, that's regulated by the government, range from 31% of the total budget to 50% of the total U.S. healthcare spending. America, that is a staggering percentage devoted to bureaucrats and administration, paperwork, rules, regulations, compliance, and oversight instead of going into taking care of people with the medical services they need. In 2021, the U.S. government expended $4.3 trillion on its healthcare system. So that meant that Washington took roughly $2 trillion away from patients to pay federal and state activities that provide no medical care at all. Imagine how short the wait time could be if we had an additional $2 trillion going to pay those who provide the services. There are so many patients that might be alive today if we were not so drowning in bureaucracy and administration and oversight and rules and regulation and compliance requirements. Washington keeps trying to fix healthcare with federal programs instead of letting doctors and patients in the free market work as they could to provide more cost-effective more efficient and more accessible healthcare services. And now we want to bring the World Health Organization sitting in Geneva that doesn't even have a physician at the helm of it, who has, Tedros has no medical training, no scientific training. He's basically a Marxist dictator from Ethiopia who has no background for this, but he's a useful puppet for the Communist Chinese Party and the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation that are the tail wagging the dog of the World Health Organization. America, we really are in serious trouble if this World Health Organization control goes through We've already shown you the problems with Obamacare. We've already, you've experienced the problems with the control under the COVID pandemic. 
do you really think that putting control overseas in Geneva, Switzerland, over every healthcare decision that is made by your local doctors and over the health of all of our livestock, all of the animals, all of the plant sources for food, whether or not we'll be allowed to even have a farming industry. If, if we put all of that control over in Europe, what do you think your life is going to be like? You simply, as I've said multiple times, you simply cannot afford to sit back and do nothing. You can't afford to be silent because it truly is your life at stake. I really can't emphasize enough that you must heed what I'm telling you. And the resources are there. You can go to stopworldcontrol.com. You can go to stopvaccinepassports.org. You can go to the American Sovereignty Coalition.org. All of the resources, all of the experts that are doing their best to warn the public have wealth of information there that cannot be ignored. Your life is at stake. It is crucial that you educate yourself, that you take this seriously, and that you start local groups in your community to push back with your elected representatives and insist that America cannot give up our sovereignty to the World Health Organization. We cannot. There is no going back from this. And if we allow this to proceed one year from now, you'll begin to think that what you lived under with COVID was a cakewalk compared to what is being planned for the future. The three pillars of that global control we talked about on the vaccine report with Dr. Yeadon, that, that program aired on Tuesday this past week. Please go listen to it again. Digital ID, vaccine passports tied to the digital ID, and central bank digital currency tied to your being vaccinated with every mandatory vaccine that they come up with and tied to your digital ID. You won't be able to travel, buy food, or do even access your own money if you haven't complied with the World Health Organization directives on whatever vaccine they decide all of us have to have. It is a very chilling scenario. And for those of you that want to read about some of the control issues that have already been a problem and devastating for many patients under Obamacare, go back and read the article is Obamacare like the ring of power. And this was published uh, by Pundit Pete on Obamacare in 2013. You can find it on the web. And I just think it's imperative that you heed this warning. God does not give us a spirit of fear, but also God does not give us a spirit of passivity and capitulation to tyranny. Jesus angrily cleared the temple of the money changers who were defiling the temple. What the World Health Organization is trying to do with One Health is defiling the temple of your body, which is the temple of the Holy Spirit through which we serve God in this world. You cannot let that happen. You are in control 
you decide. Act in faith. Speak out. Hold your elected officials accountable and do not comply with tyranny. Your life is at stake. Tune in every day, Monday through Friday, on the America Out Loud Talk Radio Network, 12 noon Eastern and 12 midnight Eastern Time, and share our messages with your friends and network. Sign up for our email alerts and our programs at www.truthforhealth.org and join us every Tuesday evening at 8 p.m. for our virtual community seeking faith over fear and bringing you topics across all areas that affect us today from medicine, ministry, law, the environment, and ways that you can develop your health and resiliency for all that we face in the chaos. Our message is control the controllables and be prepared. Be prepared and strengthened to stand against tyranny, to reclaim your freedom, and to stand for God's truth and medical truth as our founders envisioned for this constitutional republic one nation under God with liberty and justice for all of its people. God bless you for joining us. We look forward to seeing you back again tomorrow for the next Whistleblower Report from Truth for Health Foundation. 